Just check the clock and you already know what time it is. Tune in to Talk To Me Tyler T. It's real, uncensored, uncut. Let's get it. Check, 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 check. You are now tuned in to Talk To Me Tyler T. With the one and only Tyler T. So, hey man, I'm back. It's been about... I want to say three weeks since I did the last podcast. Um, shout out to shout out to Raven and Bree with Ladies Link, man. Um, if y'all listen to that, they were on the last show. Um, we had some good convo going on. Um, and I pro- y'all probably was like, damn, like why does this uh why does this audio why why is it um like skipping type shit? Why did it feel like they just jumped into the convo? It wasn't no intro. My dumb ass. So we was on a Zoom meeting, bro. Um, I was trying to figure out how we could all link up and get the Zoom right. Um, we was on my lap. I was on the computer or whatever. And uh, shit, I forgot to press record on the meeting. And I figured out halfway through our call that I needed to press record. So that's why I sounded like that. But anyway, shout out to them um, again. And yeah, so let's 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 get it on with the show, man. It's just me today. I don't know if I said that or not already, but yeah, um, really, bro. I've been I was super locked in with the semester, man, and like I be trying to come, I be trying to come at y'all with you know at least two shows a month, bro, just to just to keep y'all posted on shit, what's going on here and there. I try to have me on, you know, just to update y'all on what's going on in my life, everything that's uh, everything that I'm tackling and shit like that. So um, yeah, bro. Uh, here recently, you know, a nigga finished the semester, um, which is pretty much my last semester of grad school, bro. And I have a, I have a project to do in the summer, a little class that I gotta take, which I have to pay for out of pocket. And that was like fifteen hundred dollars. I ain't trying to pay that, but you know, got to do what I got to do. Um, but yeah, so I gotta. Knock that out. Um, just to just to go ahead and look, so you and T could run me my degree for the second time. Um, but yeah, bro, the semester was. I ain't even gonna say that how it was challenging, bro. That how it was just tedious. Like it was just you really gotta lock in with that shit. Like okay, um, I got this to do, and I really just gotta sit here and set a time set time aside to really do this shit. Some shit might take a nigga an hour. Some shit might take you 30 minutes. Some stuff might take you three, four hours to do because you got these long-ass PowerPoints, long-ass projects. Woo-dee-woo-woo-woo. But anyway, um, yeah, man, locked in. I made two A's and a B. And the B that I made, my professor, I got a, I got an 89.2 in that class. So I really could have hit, I really could have made all A's. That would have been my first time making all A's, like, in college ever. But, um... I ain't tripping. My GPA is still like a three six, so you know that's the highest GPA I ever had in grad and undergrad. I graduated with a three, a three one. Um, but shit, nonetheless, I'm I got that shit done. Uh, so now I'm just on the job search, bro. I know y'all probably seen me talk about the job interview that I had. Um, uh, it was with a, it was with a physical therapy clinic. Um, and they needed personal trainers. So it was with the physical therapy clinic. I want. I ain't, I ain't even gonna uh gonna say the name or whatever. Nigga might uh. I ain't trying to burn no bridges, but they haven't hit me back. So you know what I'm saying. Uh, I ain't trying to incriminate myself either. So they haven't hit me back. Whatever. But I'll tell y'all how this shit went. If y'all didn't see my tweets uh, the day that I went out there. So anyway. Dude hits me. Uh, I apply for this job on LinkedIn. It's they're known as um they're known as this big company. They're based out of Baltimore, Maryland. So I apply on LinkedIn. The director hits me up on LinkedIn. He's like, "Hey, I looked over your application. Looked over your resume. Very impressed. Want to have a want to call you up for a phone interview." I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I had a client at eight that morning anyway, at nine that morning anyway. So he wanted to talk at eight. So I just talked on the way to the interview. We just chopped it up on the way to the interview. He was asking me, you know, how did you get into training? How did you get into fitness? Who are you? Um, who did you get your certification through? I'm telling them like NASM. NASM is one of the really one of the hardest places to get a certification, especially uh, personal training, uh, CSCS, which I plan on doing next. Um, but that's a few months down the road. I'm trying to lock in and get a job. Um, CSCS, all these uh, 
all these certifications like NASM is is the big time the big time uh, organization to go through type shit. Um, and they have like a sixty five percent passing rate for that test, which is I mean, shit. Like if, if you take if you taking that whole like that whole is hard. Um, but nonetheless, um, yeah. So we get so we chopping it up. You know, cool little combo. Um, bro's asking me all these questions. He on the phone coughing. He on the phone sniffing, clearing his throat the whole time. Like, okay, cool. Um, so I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. So, uh, then he hits me back. Um, he emails me the next day and was like, Hey, really enjoyed our conversation. I want to bring you in for an in-person interview. I'll be in Dallas. So can you come to the Dallas? So you, can you uh, pull up to the Dallas location? I'm like, yeah, bet. You know, what day did you need me to pull up? I pull up on a Thursday, just push the client that I had, push that time, um, Pushed her session back to pull up to the interview. So uh, I get there and, uh, you know, I'm, I am I got all my dress clothes and shit. I'm suited, I'm booted, whatever. So I bring, you know, I got pad and pencil. And then bro had mentioned like, oh, okay, um, I may have you do a workout. I may have you do like a, you know, like a short workout or whatever. It'll put me through like a short workout. So I put some shorts and my shoes and the whip anyway because right after the right after me um right after leaving the interview i had to go train anyway so i was like all right cool like whatever but i he didn't specify if he was gonna do that shit or not but i was just you know i just had the shit in my whip just because like i had i had something to do outside of working him out regardless so we keep he pulled he shows up white dude obviously um he has on his fitness gear and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, cool. He drinking coffee, you know what I'm saying? Sniffling and stuff. Really didn't want to... Sh- I really, I didn't even shake bro hand. I just gave him a pound because I'm like, bro, you been touching your nose. Like, nigga, you you, you know what I'm saying? This, niggas got COVID, bro. Like, and I, even if I, even if niggas didn't have COVID, like, you could possibly get me sick. You rubbing your nose. You hot chewing this You hot chewing this shit. Like, no, nah, bro. So, um... I'm like, all right, cool. You know, we he showed me around the gym, showed me around the the, uh, the facility or whatever. It's an older facility, but they talking about renovating it. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, facility is all right. So then we go sit me down. We talking. He asked me the same questions that he asked me on the phone. I'm like, bro. In my head, I'm, I'm answering them, but in my head, I'm thinking, bro, why did you ask me all these questions? Why are you asking me all the same questions that uh? That you asked me on the phone. Like, if that was the case, we could have just went with the phone interview. You could have just gave a nigga the job or offered me the job or whatever. So, uh, mind you, the stipulations of the job were I would work the first 90 days. Um, I'll, I'll be working 40 hours a week. <clears throat> so, you know, full-time pay as a personal trainer type shit. And he was like, you'll be on salary. So, your shifts would look from look like... You either work the 6 a.m. to the 2 p.m. or the 11 to 7. Like, we switch you up type shit, which I'm not complaining about either. Like, 6 to 2, okay, I got my whole day. Like, if I'm working 6 to 2, getting up in the morning, yeah, it might be hectic. But, like, even if I want to go to the gym after I get off work or work out at work when I get off or whatever, like, I can do that. Wouldn't complain. 11 to 7, that's kind of tough. Like, it's like, ooh. Well, I mean, I could get up and go to the gym. Like, like, 8 in the morning and then go to work. But, you know, nigga be wanting to sleep. Anywho, uh, he was like, yeah, salary, full benefits, whatever, whatever. So, I'm like, okay, that's first 90 days. Then after 90 days, it's like you work, you commission-based. So, I'm like, commission-based? Like, what does that mean? Am I getting, like, a base rate, then commission? So, I'm asking, bro, this. I'm like, am I getting a base rate, then commission? Or, like, what is the case? And, uh... He really, like, didn't explain it. So I'm like, okay. So I see the other personal trainer in the gym um, when I put him through the workout. And, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to really just see what he got going, how he going about things. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm taking mental notes or whatever. Uh, bro, like I said before, bro was just asking me all these, all the same questions that he already asked me when he was on the phone. So I was like, all right, cool. So then he was like, hey, you have time to put me through, a, you know, like a little mock workout. I'm like, all right, I got you. So I go to my car, put on my clothes, come back in the facility. And um, usually, like, before, I you, you do a, 
as a personal trainer, bro, you do a fitness assessment uh, beforehand. You know what I'm saying? You ask your client, like, hey, is there anything that I need to know as far as, like, health conditions that you may have, past health history, uh, all of the whole nine, bro, because you want to know your client because you don't want your, you don't want to have your client out here doing something and then they fall out, they pass out, they get sick or whatever, and then they, all that shit falls back on you, and then they try to sue you, and then shit, how you going to sue me? I'm broke. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you don't want that to happen. So you got to ask people everything before they sign up, when they signing up to, tra- to get trained with you type shit. Well, to train with you type shit. So um, I asked him, you know, we walking in the gym. Okay, you my client. So I'm like, hey, is uh, do you have any um underlying health conditions that I need to know about? So bro goes to say, yeah, I messed up my spine when I was young. um, Like on some damn near severed some vertebrae type shit. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's major. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be paralyzed if you do if you do something wrong type shit. And then he was like, and I pulled I pulled one of my hamstrings um uh, not too long ago. I'm like, okay. So then I asked, I was like, is there is there a specific workout um like regimen that you would like for me to do? Uh like do you want to work upper body? Do you want to do legs? Like what you know what what's your preference type shit? And so he goes to say legs so i'm like okay that's a red in my eyes it's already a red flag because i'm like legs could be hard on your lower back bro you want and hard on your spine if you depending on what you're doing if you're doing you know say you're doing some squats or say you're doing some lunges or say a bulgarian split squats or you know anything bro anything of that nature like that's that's kind of hard on your back uh, and it's hard on your on your abs too, cause a lot of these or some deadlifts, cause those are compound lifts. So you using multiple body parts <clears throat> to do the exercise. So I'm like, okay, let me see what I'm finna make, bro. Do so. We go in there, um, and I'm like, okay, let's stretch out. Put them through some dynamic stretches. Dynamic stretches is when you you're moving while stretching. So put them through a couple of those, like. You know, okay, do these three stretches. We're going to get you right, blah, blah, blah. So then I think I had bro do some... I had bro do some some RDLs, which are Romanian deadlifts. Uh, so you holding two dumbbells, bending over, bringing them up. I had him do those. Um, I had him do some goblet squats, uh, which, which was a dumbbell exercise. I had him do, what else did I have, bro, do? Um, I had him do some lunges, and then it was one more exercise that I had him do. So he was like, okay, cool. So he was like, um, yeah, so um, what about, let's, let's do abs. I'm like, okay, so I don't really want to make you lay on your back. Cause I was, I, but I asked him, I was like, is it cool? I, I asked him, I was like, you know, can you lay on your back? Like, is that okay? Uh, and he was like, yeah, I can. I'm like, are you sure? You know, putting that load on your back with this exercise that I want to have you do. Like, I want to make sure like you'll be all right. And I was being, I was being, I was being for real. Like I wasn't even being facetious, but, uh, cause I want, I wanted to make sure like I didn't come in this, I want hurt bro. But obviously like he's not going to do anything that, you know, where he can hurt himself. So I had him do an ab exercise, um, which was with a medicine ball. You pretty much just a regular toe touch, bro. Um, and he was like, "Yeah, um, it's good. It's good for me to do this type of stuff." But I was, I was like, "Okay, I just want to let. I just want you to know, man. Like, if you if you feel any pain at any time, like, or you feel like you can't do it, like, you could tell me type shit. Because obviously, I'm treating him like a client. So, okay, cool. So then I put him on the, another ab state, another ab exercise." This was an easier one. His back is um, on a platform, so he's not really moving his back. He more so just moving his legs up and down. And uh, it's strength is targeting his core. So we did that. And to my knowledge, he seemed like he really liked me. He was telling me, oh, yeah, we're going to give you a call in the next one or two weeks uh, to let you know what if, you, if we decide to bring you on, blah, blah, blah. So, but in my head, I'm already like, I'm not fucking with it. Um, 
just because like I didn't like the way that he went about things, it kind of seemed like he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. And I'm like, bro, you the director, like, and you have you have certifications that I'm trying to get, and you the director of of multiple facilities, not just this one type shit. So I'm just like, okay, um, how did you get in? In my head, I'm like, how did you get in this position? Um, cause you gotta be able, you you know what I'm saying? You gotta know what you're talking about, especially like with this fitness shit, bro. Cause this shit not, it's, it's really not a game type shit. Like you really gotta know the odd, the ins and outs of this. Everybody can call themselves a personal trainer, but if you get a nigga in there that don't know nothing, like he, that's what really separates the men from the boys type shit. And, uh, so I'm just like, oh, I'm not really fucking with it. So I never get a call back. This was early May. Mm, yeah, this was early May, so maybe like May 1st or maybe like late April. Um, I I don't even know the exact date. Let me look that shit up on my LinkedIn. But LinkedIn been fucking with me, though. I done got a lot of calls, um, a lot of interviews. I ain't gonna say a lot of calls, but I done got a lot of... Uh, oh, yeah, this was late. This was late April, like April 27 type shit. Because I, I had the phone interview like... Uh, yeah, April... April 27th, April 26th or whatever. So, yeah, this was like two weeks ago, maybe two and a half almost. But, yeah, I never got a call back, which I'm not tripping because I'm like, shit, like, I was leaning towards not doing it anyway, but I feel like it would have been a good resume builder. Um, And it really just proved my point as to how white people just throw the term professionalism, like, in your face. Like, oh, you got to be professional. You got to do this. You got to do that. When really, to me... I don't know how everybody else feel, but to me, professionalism is just a myth, bro. That shit is just a made-up term just to keep black people down. Pe- people of color down, I would say, but especially black people because shit, white people come come in job interviews looking a damn fool, wearing what the fuck ever, and still get the job. They can talk however they want to talk, say whatever the hell they want to say, and everything is fine and dandy. But when we come in that hole, if I'm talking like this, what's up, fam? What's good with y'all? Y'all straight? You know what I'm saying? X, Y, Z is like, oh, your vernacular is terrible. Like, your your vocabulary is limited. Blah, blah, blah. That's ghetto, for lack of a better term. Um, so it's just like, yeah, man, professionalism is... Nigga, you can come... I mean, you're not, you're not finna come into work like... Put your pants hanging off your ass or with no shirt on or with one sock on. But, like, you, you want to be presentable. Like, cause not even just for for the for the white people, but shit for yourself, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to come in no establishment like that. But professionalism kind of make you have, it makes you have to put on this mask, quote unquote. Put on this mask and take away from, take away things that make you yourself type shit. And I ain't fucking with that shit. I'm, I'm done. I'm tired of doing that. I'm done with doing that. Like, that's why I ain't worked in so long, bro. Like I just been on my, I ain't worked for nobody in so long. I should say, I just been doing my own shit, having my own little hustles. Like that's how I've been making my bread. But yeah, bro, that shit was trash. I actually got another interview, a phone interview tomorrow. Um, with Lifetime. It's a full-time position, personal trainer. And I'm really just trying to see, like, what I can learn, what I can do, uh, and see how I can put that shit into my own shit. And then just keep building my own shit, bro. Because, um, obviously, I want to take this shit to the next level. Uh, I want to eventually have my CSCS, maybe even open my own, like, garage gym type shit. Like, not even nothing just super extravagant, super extraordinary, but have like a garage, like, oh yeah, I'm trying to train. I got made, let's say 10 clients, they coming in, getting that work in, and then shit, maybe hire a trainer or two that can also do the same things, put them on, they could, you know, they could make their own bread and yeah, they got a facility to train at. They just pay me type shit. So I've been looking. I've been looking into some commercial real estate. I've also been chopping it up with one of my professors from high school, Mister Cross. Uh, he the one. He he knows all about finance, real estate, shit like that. He taught money matters up at at Townview my senior year. 
So uh, I kept contact. I kept in contact with him. I keep in contact with a lot of my teachers though, from shit all the way back to elementary school. I got connects from elementary, middle, and high school and college too. Like I, I fuck with a lot of my college professors as well. So it's like shit. You you gotta stay in the loop, bro. And I always be trying to network and just keep people that know shit, shit around me because that's what you need, bro. You need somebody that knows you need you. You need people to know you, bro. Like it ain't it ain't really about who you know. It's really about who knows you. Cause shit, I could know a lot of niggas, but if I walk in the room and they be like, "Nigga, who are you?" Like, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, but I know you. You follow me on the gram. Like, I got your number, but it's like, shit, I don't really know you like that. You want a nigga to know you. So yeah, uh, I've been chopping up with him about that shit. Um, and as far as the CSCS goes, like being a certified strength and conditioning coach, um. That shit would just help me a lot. I would do that shit for, I do that shit for high school or college or at the collegiate level. I, I mean, college is the collegiate level. My bad. I mean, I meant to say professional level. Um, uh, at the professional level, um, just depending on where and when I got an opportunity. And I'm not really trying to move out of Dallas, out of Texas type shit. But um, uh, whenever I do get that certification and shit if an opportunity were to come up and they were to offer me a position like if that's if that's where god want me to be at like that's where i'm gonna be at type shit but you know i'm just i'm just trying to stay on the straight and narrow bro and just looking at what's in front of me type shit so um yeah i definitely do that um opening up my own facility would definitely be a thing um but yeah this job hunt is this shit is tough because I, I got my I'm getting my degree in recreation event and sport management. Like that's the complete title of my degree. So it's very broad in what I can do. I've been applying to jobs. That shit is frustrating, bro, because you spend shit 30, 45 minutes doing the application and trying to make sure you meet and you mean the criteria what the application wants. So when they put it through the little system that it picks up on your application so they could at least give you a call and be like, oh, hey, we saw your application. Because some of these, you know, they got a bunch of key words that they want you to, uh, that they look for. And if, if your resume, I mean, or, or your application doesn't have those key words, they don't really even look at your shit. So I've been getting help uh, applying, putting in these applications. That shit been hard. And I ain't even fully graduated yet, so shit. Um, that's another thing. But, you know, a nigga just kind of been trying to stay patient, bro. Um, training kind of died down for me a lot, actually. Like, I ended up having... Um, I ended up... I had... At one point, I had, like, five or six clients. Like, so I was consistently training. But um, but my prices was, was kind of... Um, I, I was still trying to figure that shit out. Like, okay, what 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 should I be charging niggas, bro? Because that that I swear that's one of the that's one of the hardest things to figure out. Like, um, when you when you have when you're in business for yourself, like, okay, what can I charge niggas in order to keep niggas around, but in order for me to get paid too? So I finally figured out my pricing. I'll be updating that shit on my website very very soon. But if you want to know, like, I can send you that shit. I can show you that shit whatever the case may be but um yeah so right now i have one client but and i've been working with her um this is like week 10 shout out to gabby um she's been getting it in ever since she started man one of my easy one of my easy clients too one of my easy clients um i know y'all want to see results i'm gonna be posting the results very very soon uh once she gets me to once she gets me her photos We'll post those results, but I can see the results. She can see the results. She can feel the results. But I know in order to bring in new clients, like people want to see, oh, he really got her like working type shit. Like she really, she's seeing results. She losing weight. Her clothes are fitting like, you know, they, they fitting less tight. They getting a little baggy, like whatever, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, but shout out to her one more time. She's getting it in for show. Been with me for 10 weeks. Um, and she just been locked in, bro. Like, that's two and a half months, like, locked in. That's tough. And she been doing that shit. So, um, yeah, training had died down, but it, it's picking back up. People constantly, like, hitting me up, doing the, um, doing my little pre-consultation on the grant, I mean, on my website. So, really, I'm just waiting on, waiting on, waiting on that shit to pick back up. 
which I feel like it will. Uh, we've been doing the boot camps though, man. Me and uh, me and Lee, shout out to Lee, bro. We've been doing the boot camps uh, every other Saturday when the weather is nice and when we have time. We've had four already. I'm gonna be bringing Lee on the podcast too, man. Uh, just just another fitness guru, another personal trainer that I work with. Uh, cool dude. Been been knowing bro since high school. Um, and he just locked in with this fitness shit. He he going up too. So we really just feed off of each other, bro. Uh, if we got if if it's something that I want to know that he can do, shit, I'll hit bro up. If he see me and want to know something about what I'm doing, like I'll give him that game. Uh, also, shout out to Travis too. Bro, hit me with the CSCS information. He uh sent me through. He sent me that shit through Google Doc. He's actually about to go, about to start a uh, physical therapy school. So, yeah, bro, I just be trying to keep people around that are like minded, fam, so I can learn, you know, because in this industry, like in the health industry, it's always new shit. Like, it's always new shit happening. Even with my, with me, blah, 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 with me having my master's in, uh, in sport management, like, it's, it's so much changing in sports, bro, especially like during COVID, through COVID, like, so many new, so many new rules and regulations of how um of how event experience is gonna be like in the next five years, ten years, et cetera, et cetera. Um so many people are getting jobs where they can just complete completely like work from home, like work remotely type shit. Like they don't gotta be at the office. Uh with me, shit, I can't work from home. Obviously, I gotta be somewhere um where I'm able to I don't necessarily have to be if I have online clients, um, I, I can be at home, obviously, because I'm instructing them on what they should be doing. But I like to be in person, bro. I like to move around, but I don't want to drive 40 minutes just to get to work in 40 minutes back. Like if I had a gym like, oh, that whole 20 minutes away, I could just come here. If I need to go to the crib, pull back up to the crib, eat, do whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's my goal. My goal is lifestyle, bro. It's not really the bread. Like, yeah, I want to have money. I want to be able to do what the hell I want to do. But um, I want to be able to live how I want to live, bro. Like, regardless of if I got a million dollars or a hundred thousand, like, if I could do what I want to with a hundred thousand, yeah, a million is cool. But like, shit, you know, I ain't going to get complacent, though. And I ain't going to I ain't gonna be like, oh, I, you know, I feel like it's always room to do more. <clears throat> but you know what I'm saying? I just want to get to that level of comfortability where I'm like, shit, like, nigga, I'm chilling. Like, I'm doing me. I'm having fun. Like, I'm loving what I do, doing what I love. Etc. Etc. But yeah, um, then a nigga was having like car trouble, bro. Like, bro, and when I tell y'all, car trouble is the worst, bro. Like, that shit is the worst shit ever. Like, oh my goodness, I be so pissed, and I just be it was it was at one one at one point I was talking to my pops. I'm just like, hey, dad, I just need a new car. Like, I'm really I'm really gonna just buy a cat another cash car. Like, I'm really gonna spend seven thousand and go get a car right now. Like. But, uh, you know, they, him and my grandpa kind of talked me out of it because uh, it's, it's just minor shit that be going on with my car, bro. Like, I got a BMW. It's a 2000 BMW 323 CI. So I'm riding the coupe. So, like, that how look good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's older, but it's nice. Like, it get me from point A to point B. When I got that hoe, it only it had 100,000 miles on it. But, shit, you know, you could run up a car 250, 300,000 miles if you take care of it. And I've been taking really good care of my car. So I ain't really had no major, major problems on that whole life. I changed the, uh, I bought some rims like not too long ago, some 18s. I bought them whole, maybe, what, like seven, eight months ago, I bought some rims for that hoe. So they kind of low profile. So I put low, prof low profile tires on that hoe. So, I would be riding, boom, tire bust. I'm like, bro, I just bought tires for this whole bro. Damn, like, I did, like, cause when I I bought the rims from a, a dude off off road, so shit, they came with the rims and the tires, and it was really a steal because he didn't really know what he had. He didn't really know the type of rims that he had. He was just trying to get rid of them hoes, and I bought them hoes for two hundred, but they was worth way more than that. So. Put them hoes on the whip. I'm driving. Uh, a couple weeks pass. I'm driving down the street. Boom. Flat. I'm like, dog. Okay. 
go to the go I go to discount. Discounts are expensive as fuck. So shit, I drop like one sixty three on one tire, but I get the one I pay for the warranty and all that shit. So I'm like, okay, cool. He replaced that house. So and you know, you 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 riding ugly, bro. Like when you riding and you rock you when you riding and you got a spare on your shit. Like I got a full size spare, obviously, but shit, I got three rims and a spare. Like that's ugly. Like I didn't even want to get my car washed because I'm like, ugh, bro. Like I'd rather my shit just be dirty and just ride ugly because I got three rims and a spare on my shit. But it, and it is it's just a me thing. Like I don't know what everybody else is thinking, but in my head, I'm just like, bro, this shit is not cute. Like that shit is not sexy riding around and. Riding around in your whip and you got three rims on that hoe in the spare in a in a stock tire like in a stock wheel stock wheel I mean like hell no nah. so I had to end up going to uh go to discount tire get that tire shit a couple more weeks pass boom I'm riding boom another car, I mean another tire pop so I'm like damn like damn bro like I gotta go back to discount tire I get another tire so I'm like okay cool bro like. I spend that bread, but I'm like, okay, it's, it's whatever, fam. Like, I'm good. Whatever. So, shit. I get, that's two tires replaced, right? So, I'm driving again. Uh, I pull up to my dad's spot, wake up one morning, look at my tire, that whole flat. So, I'm like, bro, what is going on, fam? Like, damn. So, little tire shop uh, in Louisville. I drive over there. Used tire bed, that whole, you know that whole in good condition, good condition, forty dollars, cool. I'm like, all right, bet, pay for that hoe. Here recently, probably like, shit, probably like two weeks ago, bro. I I'm leaving. No, I'm driving, and I come. No, I come outside. I look at my tire. That hoe look kind of low. So I'm like, okay, I got this little tire pressure gauge uh, in my whip. So I check, I check all the, I check my tire pressure on all my tires. That whole load, like my tire pressure is supposed to be at like 29 to 31 type shit. So I check my shit and I'm like, that hoe was like 10. So I'm like, damn, 10? So I drive. I'm driving. I drive to. I drive to Quick Trip. I put some air in my shit. Put some air in my shit. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like, and then uh, the next day, um, I I had to train them. I had to train my clients, so I drive to the gym. Come back out. I look at my shit. I'm like, bro, why is my shit flat, bro? Like my shit was on flat, flat. Like I was like, bro. So I'm finna drive to go put some more air in that hole. And then I just hear that hole like, I turn the radio down. And I hear that hole boom, 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 boom. I'm like, dog. I'm like, bro, this is the fourth tire that I, I bought. I bought all four. I've replaced all four tires at this point. So, but I, I ain't even replaced that hole just yet. Like I, I drove, mind you, I, I pulled right by Firestone because I'm in the cliff uh, by Redbird. So I pulled right, right in Firestone parking lot. I'm changing. I, I pull out my jack and shit. I'm changing my tire. Mind you, I be changing all these tires, putting the spare on all it because I'm not finna wait on AAA. AAA take an hour. Yeah, I got AAA, but AAA gonna take an hour to get there, and you only get so many uh changes on the little plan that you got. Like, if I'm out far in the bits and I need some and I and I can't change my tire, like, cause I didn't change. I didn't change my damn tire like on the freeway at nighttime. Like, I had to get it in because I had to do what I had to do. But shit, thank the Lord. Shit, my dad taught me how to change a fucking tire. But yeah, so I'm 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 pulling up. I'm like, I'm finna go to my girl career. I'm like, okay, let me uh get out the car. Let me change this hoe. Mind you, I just finished a workout, bro. So I'm sore as hell. Trying to pull. I got workout equipment in my trunk. I got a bunch of shit in my trunk. So I'm trying to pull. And the way BMWs are made, bro, they German engineers. So they, they over-engineer, really. Like, it's just so many little compartments on how to do shit, blah, blah, blah. So it take all it take all your strength to pull out this tire, bro. So I get out the car. I put the I put the little uh put the little stopper under my wheel. I get back, I get the uh wheel out, I jack the car up. Mind you, shit, I got a wheel, I got a wheel lock on my shit. 
So, you know, niggas, niggas still be stealing rims, bro. So, nigga ain't gonna steal mine. I got wheel locks on all my rims. So, I'm like, okay, cool. So, I take that hoe, uh, take that hoe off. Then, shit, I put the spare on. And I, I see a, that hoe, my tire had a nail in it. I'm like, bro, where do these nails be coming from, bro? And how did I just so happen to run over this hoe? Just the right way, and that hoe gets stuck in my tire, bro. That shit be pissing me off, bro. Cause one time, the the first, the second time I got a flat, my whole tire came off, bro. Like I was like, damn, like my whole tire just was busted down the middle like a hot link, bro. And like I didn't even have to take uh jack the car up to take it off, cause that hoe just fell off, and I just threw that hoe like on the freeway type shit in the grass on thirty five. But I was just like, damn, bro. So I I put the uh I put that tire on and shit. And I'm driving to I drive to my girl house. So I was just frustrated with that shit, bro. Then my car, my cooling light kept coming on. And when I tell you, bro, I have replaced me and my daddy have bought every hose, every part, every we replaced we replaced a coolant reservoir. All of that shit, bro. And my shit to this day, my sh my coolant light still be coming on, bro. I keep I keep three jugs of water in my trunk, and I just be pouring water in my shit. Uh, essentially every time I go somewhere, bro, because I just don't want to be on the freeway and my shit just overheat, bro. So I was like, fuck it, I'ma just and you know a nigga get tired of doing that shit. Like you just want to get in your car and go, bro. Like. Nobody wants to do that shit. And I've been doing this shit for so long. That's what be making me mad. But I'm like, damn, like, what is the problem, bro? Like, if I could just fix this problem, that'll fix it. Like, that'll fix that'll fix the only the main thing that's wrong with this. Whole, like, that'll fix that shit. Like, yeah, my brake sensor light is on, but that's not shit. Maybe I just need to, like, you know what I'm saying? That's not shit. Uh, service engine light. Like, and mind you, my, my daddy knows how to work on cars, bro. So, like, we, we be outside and we be look. I be out there with that nigga like, okay, what's what's this? What's going on? Like, because obviously you need to know that shit. So, yeah, bro. I end up, uh, we replace everything. And so, it's a little bleeder screw that you got to screw in um, so, the, so you can keep all that pressure in so your uh, coolant tank won't overheat. So my car would run, run hot because it would be like a bubble in that hole in the cooling reservoir, and that'll cause that hole to overheat. So shit, recently, um, I had to put some water in my car on Mother's Day. Matter of fact, I was uh, I drove, I was driving to, bro. I'm gonna tell y'all this story after that, after this story. So I'm driving, um, and no, I pulled. We pulled up to Kroger. And shit, I had to put some water in my shit, and I took the bleed screw out, and obviously that hoe be hot because that hoe was brass. So I took that hoe out, and I had a towel in my hand, and I was trying to grab that hoe, uh, and then that, the 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 bleeder screw it fell like in between all the parts in my car, and I couldn't grab that hoe. So I'm like, oh my god, bro. So obviously like. All that water is just gonna leak out when I start my car, cause the shit, the, the water has to run through the car type shit. So I'm like, bro, I need to get another screw. And then I, I guess I, when I was screwing the screw on, like in the past, like I screwed that hoe too hard. I was screwing that hoe too much, and it just, I screwed it so hard that it kind of like wouldn't stay type shit. It just kept spinning. So I'm like, damn, maybe the water is leaking out from there. So then, bro, uh, I had to damn. What did I have to do? Uh, I had to go. I call. I called my pops. I'm like, hey, dad, uh, my bleeder screw fell. Blah blah blah. I can't get it because I got. I had to unscrew my undercarriage under my car to get that shit. I wasn't finna do all that shit. Um, so I, he was like, okay, I'm gonna just bring you one. But mind you, I'm in Cedar Hill. He lives in Louisville. That's going to take at least 45 minutes to an hour. I'm like, okay, let me just look. Let me just call AutoZone that's up the street and see if they got some. So I call AutoZone. Luckily, they had some. So I drive up there. I get them hoes. Now, that shit was pissing me off. My car's still, my car's still doing that. But uh, 
I'm going to go back to my pop's house this weekend and try to figure out where this leak is coming from. Are we going to put some dye in the uh, in the cooling reservoir and should the green dye is just going to come out where all the where the water is coming from and then we'll see what we need to change. But we we literally replaced like three or four hoses in the cooling reservoir. So like I, I have no idea where that shit could be leaking from. But hopefully we figure that shit out soon so we can get it fixed and I could be on my way because that shit is fucking annoying, bro. Then we have a boot camp. Uh, when my nigga Alex was in town, we had a boot camp, bro. Before the boot camp, I pull up to, I pull up to Quick Trip. I got a muffin, bro, and a water. A muffin, a water, and a banana. So I'm like, okay, cool. Y'all know I be wearing them small ass shorts. Pockets be non-existent in them hoes. So I'm like, okay. Um. I get to the boot camp. I'm looking for my wallet. I can't find it, ho. So I'm like, bro, I know I did not lose my wallet, bro. I just know I didn't lose that, ho. So we go through the whole boot camp um, looking for my wallet still. Couldn't find that, ho. So I'm like, bro, I must have dropped that whole quick trip. That's the only place I've been. So I'm like, all right, cool. That's the only place I've been. Um, so I'm like, I go to... uh. I go to Wells Fargo. I cancel my cards, order new cards. Um, yeah, that's about it. I ain't really, I ain't, I don't really carry cash like this. So I ain't had no, I had $2 in my wallet. So I'm like, cool. So I'm like, damn, I got to order another ID when I just got this ID like two, three months ago. So I'm pissed. So um, then obviously my car was fucking up too. So that was just pissing me off even more. So then I, uh, I'm like, all right, whatever, bro. So I uh, I drive to my pop's crib. My mom calls me. She's like, did you lose something today? Because somebody left a note on the door and said that they got they have something that belongs to you. And if you and if it's yours, you could call they, you could call this number. You could come get it. So in my head, when he called, when she when my mom called me and say that, I'm like, oh, this nigga trying to make me get my wallet back in blood. Like, I'm like, what? So, uh, if y'all hear her in the background, bro, she loud. Like, y'all could probably hear her whole conversation type shit, but don't mind her. But anyway, uh, so I'm like, damn, this nigga trying to make me get my wallet back in blood, bro. Like, what the fuck, nigga, it's mine. Like, he got my ID in that hoe and everything. Like, but he brought that hoe to the door because she obviously my address was on that hoe. So I'm like, all right, cool. Um, so then. I'm like, shit, I know y'all hear her. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, bet. So I'm like, okay, give me the, uh, give me his number. I'm going to call him. She, and she's so scary. She like, oh, if you go, if you go get your wallet, make sure you go with your daddy and take your gun. I'm like, mm, all right, bro. So I call, bro. I'm like, hey, what's good? Uh, this is Tyler Towns. Like my mom just told me that you left a note on our door and said you had something that belonged to me. Um, he was like, yeah, man, I found your wallet at Quick Trip and I just so happened to stay in y'all's apartment. So I brought it back. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, shit, well, you can go, you can go back to my apartment. You can leave that hoe at the door and I'm gonna call my mama and tell her that you, uh, dropping that hoe off, just knock on the door and just leave that hoe at the door and she'll get it. He was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go do it right now. So nigga found, nigga left me my wallet. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, look at God, bro. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was sick, bro. I'm like, bro, what did I do? Like, I didn't do nothing to nobody, bro. I'm a good Samaritan, bro. I'm a good person. Like, what did I do to deserve to lose my wallet, bro? So on Mother's Day, lost my wallet again, bro. When I was having all the car trouble, when when my bleeder screw got damn stuck in my car, I lost my wallet again. I'm at Kroger. This is why I had to pull back up to Kroger. I'm like, bro, and I swear to you, I put that home in my pocket because I bought some shit when I, and right when I bought this shit, I put my wallet in my pocket. And I'm like, bro, I got to get a new wallet, bro. Like, this is, I don't know what, I don't know what God is trying to tell me, but like, I need a wallet that stick to you, bro. Like, for real, like, cause I can't, I can't keep doing this, bro. I can't keep losing my wallet. This is the second time in two, in like two weeks. So I'm like, all right, fam. So I go up to, uh. I go up to um, 
Fuck, 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 fuck. I go back up to Kroger. I go to the cashier that I was at. Shit, and I was like, hey, I just was up here like 15 minutes ago. Like, uh, did somebody turn in a wallet? And the manager was like, oh, yeah, somebody did turn in a wallet. It's like, what does it look like? I'm like, it's black. It got my ID in it. My name is Tyler. Whoopie whoop. She was like, here you go. I was like, wow, bro, this is this is a blessing. Like, this ain't going to happen a third time. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody going to take your shit and it's going to be gone. But yeah, bro. I just I just been going through it these past these past few weeks, uh, I wanna say. But um I feel like now all the good is starting to unfold, like little by little, little by little is starting to unfold. Um a lot of things are starting to happen. Alright. I got um I got new ideas, um, new things forming, new things coming. So, um, yeah, man, people been reaching out to me about like, hey, do you do meal plans? Do you do this? And I really just, I'm, I'm gonna start doing the custom meal plans. Um, I'm gonna post, I'm gonna post a couple, I'm gonna post one on my website here soon. And I'm gonna post a six week, uh, workout plan as well. Uh, just for everybody to, you know, get, get that down. But, um, yeah, bro, I'm really trying to Really trying to take it to another level with this fitness shit, bro. Like I'm trying to get into training on some athletes too, on some on some personal training shit, like on some fitness shit. Uh, just getting y'all bodies right in the off season. Uh, so yeah, I'm trying to do all of that, man. Um, but I I know it just takes that one. But building a brand, um, which I've already done shit with the podcast. Um, it's just it's tough, bro, and it takes time. But that that time that you put in be worth it because shit. You you get out what you put in, you know what I'm saying? And um I really been working and I'ma keep working. Uh it ain't it ain't nothing to it but to do it. So shout out to everybody that's just been constantly supporting, bro. Uh that's bought workout plans, that's that's bought shirts, that's bought shit, grocery list, that's bought that's trained with your boy, like all of that shit, cause shit. Y'all helping me out. Like I'm helping y'all, y'all helping me. I'm pouring into y'all, y'all pouring into me, bro. And that's how it should be. So, um, yeah, bro, uh, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep tapping in with me, keep fucking with me. I'm gonna keep doing the same with y'all. Um, and we just gonna keep going up, man. Uh, but yeah, that's all, that's all I wanted to mentally, uh, that's all I wanted to say about that. Um, mentally, I feel like I've been on some shit. I I was kind of down for a minute, bro. Like, I ain't gonna cap. I was kind of down a little bit, uh, just on some like damn bro like okay like because i feel like i've been hitting a bunch of transitional stages in my life and i ain't really found no stability since covid hit like it's been like shit like okay i'm kind of just moving and swaying and kind of just going with the flow um and over this this year plus it's taught me to really um get comfortable with being uncomfortable man because I have been uncomfortable. Like, that is an understatement. I just been waking up, like, okay, like I got a client I got one client, like, okay. Um, so if she canceled and I ain't doing shit for the day, so I gotta find some shit to do. Well, I was in school, so it was like, okay, let me let me knock out this assignment. I don't gotta train her, let me knock this out. My girl was my girl is in school too and shit. That shit, like, she been stressed the fuck out. It was a whole week. I didn't even see her ass cause she was uh she was doing work and shit, and I was just like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I get you. Like, I understand what you got going on, so I ain't even going to press you about, like, oh, I can't see you. We ain't spending time, because shit, you got to spend time in them books. Like, like I ain't even going to, I ain't going to hold you. Uh, I ain't going to hold you up doing that shit. But yeah, bro, mentally, a nigga really been like a, like a six. And I just been trying to keep it together, bro. Um but I feel myself like getting a little better because um, it, it's just been a it's just a bunch of uncertainty um, with everything that's going on. Nigga looking up jobs. I be looking up jobs every day, like multiple times a day. I be on LinkedIn, on Google, on Indeed, on whatever, bro, trying to find a job like, hey, hire a nigga like just giving just giving nigga a chance. Like even if I work at that hole for three months, like, OK, I got some I got this type of experience like. Give a nigga a chance, bro. That's all a nigga be looking for. Um, 
And you, if you just applying, 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 bro, you ain't really gonna find shit. Um, and that's where shit knowing people and people knowing you comes in handy, bro. Because man, it is tough. Like especially in a panoramic, bro. Like niggas in a we in a panini still, and everybody just trying to find their way. And I see, I see other niggas like they graduate. Oh, I got a full time offer, and I'm happy. Like I'm happy. I ain't gonna. I ain't going to look at other, but I ain't going to be like, damn, I, why I ain't doing this? Or when my time coming? But shit, in my head, like I ain't going to talk down on a nigga because he's successful and I'm not where I want to be yet. Or, and they doing what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody got their time, bro. And success isn't. That shit don't have no time limit on it. You know what I'm saying? And oftentimes, we believe that like, oh, by this, we put, we put a time limit on a lot of shit, bro. Like, oh, I want to be graduated college when I'm 21. I want to be married by 25. I want to have kids. I want to have kids by 28. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that ain't how life worked, bro. And this this year really showed me that shit. Like, bro, life do not life does not work like that. Like, life does not work how you plan that shit to work. That shit work how we want to work type shit. Like, you could set these goals for yourself. And you could say you're going to do this at this time. But, like... It, it's kind of it's kinda, you gotta find that happy medium, bro. And it's kind of hard to put a time limit on that shit. Like, hey, okay, by the, when I'm when I'm doing this by by this age, I wanna be I wanna be through with this because it's like shit. You might just be getting started with that. You know what I'm saying? Or shit, you might never do that shit because shit that ain't the path that that life has for you. I don't know if a lot of y'all are spiritual, but that ain't the path that God wants you to go down. Like, so you really gotta be on some more shit. Like, I'ma just do. I'ma just go wherever life, wherever life take me, wherever the Lord take me, type shit. Like, and I'm not saying that's just to say, oh God gonna make you a dope fiend, you gonna be hooked on drugs, you gonna be doing like, don't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a personal choice. But um, if you, you know, if you got a hobby or if you got a skill or if you got an idea or or whatever, and you want to bring that shit to life and and life takes you down that path, bro, go for that shit. And don't let nobody hold you back, bro. Don't let nobody tell you what you can't do or or what you can do because only you know what you're capable of doing, bro. And shit, tough times like this will bring bring that shit out of you. It'll show you what you're made of and it'll show you who you are. Because, excuse me, because that's what that shit did for me. Um, It just showed me, like, bro, you built for this shit? Like, you just got to wake up every day and know that you got to eat, like, and you got to keep on going and keep pouring into yourself, bro, like, because nobody can pour into you like you can pour into you, bro. And I'm going to end a podcast on that note right there. Nobody can pour into you like you can pour into you, bro. So believe that shit, achieve that shit, do that shit, and be that shit, bro. Uh, appreciate y'all for listening. Um, Yeah, like I said, man. Shout out to everybody. Uh, y'all hit me on the socials at Talk to Me Tyler T, Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, bro, come get trained to the T. Come fuck with us at the boot camps, man. Every I ain't gonna say every Saturday. Every other Saturday when the, when the sun is out, when the sun is out, the guns is out. We out. We getting it. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna fuck with y'all later, man.